Welcome to Lafrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. Orly sat up quickly in the darkness. Very little light was seeping in, making it difficult to discern a location or even see around the space she was in. A quick assessment told her she was not gravely injured, sore from fighting against her captor and a headache from passing out, but otherwise completely fine. Orly slid her hands along the floor and up the wall closest to her as she began to adjust to her surroundings. The rough and damp walls and dirt floors helped her confirm she was in a cave, probably underground. As her eyes adjusted to the darkness, they confirmed her suspicions. A dimly lit small cave, closed in on three sides by dark rocky walls, the fourth being composed of thick iron bars. Oh shit, this is not good. She moved quietly to the bars and tugged at them, testing their strength. When they didn't budge, she knew she was trapped. Glancing beyond the bars, she noticed a long hallway stretching as far as she could see in either direction of her cell, the lit sconce on the wall just outside and to the right. Okay, Ellie. Okay, think, think. Orly slid her hand through the bars of the cell and tried to grip the sconce. She wasn't sure how it would help, but she knew she needed something anything to give her an advantage. Come on, Ellie! You won't be able to reach that. The voice echoed from the darkness of the hall. Orly pulled her hand to her chest and backed away from the bars. Who are you and why are you doing this? Technically, I didn't do this to you. I'm just the spokesperson, for lack of a better term. Orly's eyes squinted in the darkness in the direction of the voice. Her heart pounded in her ears. As the figure moved closer, she was able to see an outlined silhouette in the dim firelight. But the figure stopped before Orly could see any identifiable features. Where are the others? We didn't touch your friends. They're still on the beach. I meant the other Lafrisians. Where have you been taking them? Orly, we- How do you know my name? I'm sorry about how we got you here. We didn't know how else to get you alone. <laughs> Why the hell do you want me alone, anyway? How do you know who I am, and why are you taking Lafrisians? How did you get to Asmar? 
I'm not going to answer a single one of your questions until you answer mine. Hmm. Answer for an answer then? Fine. We wanted you alone because we have questions for you, and we were afraid your companions would not let you answer. <laughs> That's vague as hell. I'll be more specific when I can. I promise. <laughs> your turn. We followed the rule in the book. Now who's being the vague one? You get more specific, and so will I. Hmm. You're clever. And you're a kidnapper. <sighs> we know who you are because we've been watching you. For a long time. How long? Uh, your whole life. Basically. What the hell? What rule in what book? A book called Song of Shadows. It seemed like a children's book. It said something about the key to music and song and unfurling your wings and singing along or something. You could read that? Nah, it's your turn. Where are the Lafrisians? They're on hull. Yes, I could read it. Once I use the inhoider. Where are we now? Southern part of Kincardi. What's an inhalator? Something that helps fairy lungs adapt to Earth's atmosphere and changes their eye colors to human shades most of the time. Are you one of the figures that attacked us in New York? No. How did you know the song? My mother sang it to me. Did you take the Lafrisians? No. I'm sorry. I have to go. Wait! Let me out, please! I can't. Not yet. Stop, please! Ugh, great! Just great! It's been an hour. She should have come back to camp. No matter how mad she is, we still need to stick together. Well then, why don't you go get her? Uh, not sure I am best suited for that. Dominic, would you mind? <sighs> sure thing, your majesty. She's fine, Kaylin. She's just taking some time. You know how she is. Can you blame her? Miss Henderson? It's Leslie. Pretty sure we can drop the social niceties. Leslie. I asked you to let me handle it. And you should have already handled it long before she ever left LaFrisia. Shelby, uh, help me gather some firewood. But I want to listen to this. Shelby, firewood. Now. You're no fun. I understand your frustration. Do you? Because it sounds to me like this isn't the first time you've kept secrets from her. Everything I have ever done was for her. I know I've made mistakes. I've tried protecting her when she didn't need it. I've kept things from her because I thought it was the right thing to do. But that changed before we faced arson. It all changed. I was not her guard anymore. I was her partner. 
I came clean about everything else. We had no secrets except this one. Why didn't you tell her? I was going to. After her coronation. I was going to tell her everything I knew and tell her how it seemed we were meant for one another. Kaelin carefully rummaged through his satchel and pulled out a small golden box. He took a deep breath and opened it to reveal a ring of braided golden bands. Atop it sat a brilliant dark gray stone that seemed to swirl with specks of starlight. It glistened in the fading sunlight as Leslie admired it. Oh, is that... Kaelin nodded solemnly, a tear welling in his eye. What happened? Well, the coronation didn't exactly go as I had planned. And afterwards, she told me she wanted to leave. And... <laughs> if you told her, she would have stayed. Yeah. And I didn't want her to stay out of obligation. I wanted her to want to stay. I... I'm sorry, I shouldn't... Shouldn't have assumed. I... I was just angry. It's fine. I haven't always done the right thing when it comes to Orly. But letting her go... Not guilting her into staying... That's one of the things that I got right. Wow, that ring is gorgeous. Does she know that you were going to... No one does. I don't think she ever really got over you, you know? I'm sorry. Don't be. Besides, what kind of person would I be if I stood in between soulmates? Alleged soulmates. <laughs> yeah, right. Moments later, Nyx and Shelby returned with their arms full of wood from the dark trees. Kaelin quickly stuffed the golden box into his satchel before greeting them. Thank you for giving us a moment of privacy. Sure thing. Next time, maybe you could be the one who has to leave and do physical labor? <laughs> <laughs> it's, she's... she's... Dominic, breathe. What's wrong? Where's Orly? She's gone. Signs of a struggle and and this. Dominic held up a small red leather-bound journal in his shaking hand, and all of their hearts sank. They got her. Oh my god. Take me there. There's nothing else. I tried to track. Take me there. Of course. At least they let me keep my bag. No. No, 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 no! Where is it? Oh, come on! No shit! In the moments after her visitor left, Orly had attempted to use her magic to no avail. They had something blocking her. But she couldn't quite figure out what. Ugh, I swear, if these assholes read my diary, I'm gonna still be trapped in here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. 
Hey, Mom. Dad. If you're watching this train wreck of a life I'm having lately, I'm sorry. I tried. I really did. You know, for a while there, I thought I was golden. No pun intended. But here I am. Dumped, kidnapped, <laughs> and completely alone. <laughs> oh, God. Not completely. Orly jumped to her feet and stood a comfortable distance from the bars, but close enough that she could see a shadowed figure in the same spot the other figure stood earlier. Who's there? A friend. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm the President of the United States. Uh, I don't understand your jokes. I'm sorry. Who are you? I am Margot. What are you doing here? I heard you were here. I had to get a look at you. What is this, a zoo? You've had your look, now go! <sighs> wow. You're a spitting image. What are you talking about? <sighs> You're beautiful. Let me out of here, please. I have people who will be looking for me. <laughs> I don't doubt that. But I can't. Not yet. What is with you all? I'm sorry that it's come to this. I know you must be scared. I'm not scared. I'm furious. <laughs> you have every right to be. They will explain everything. Soon. Who is they? And what is going on here? They don't know I'm down here. But I couldn't resist. The figure began walking forward, step by step. The fire from the small sconce began illuminating her slowly. Her feet, her legs, her torso. Orly braced herself and took one step back as the figure's face came into view. Her breath caught in her throat, and her heart skipped a beat as she looked into swirling gray eyes, staring at her from her mother's face. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, Adigail Stort, Emily Buza, Ace Corsara, ML Erhart, Wes Haas, Andrew Morrison, and Lisa Marie Lee. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, and featured the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrigian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrigia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.